Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. My name is Russell Life Matt, and this is our very first live episode. That's right. This is the first episode we've ever done that there's no editing. And you know what's so great? You can see my screen in my glasses. I'm here with my little brother, Micah, who is right below me, and my cousin, Kyle, who is right there. Remember to these ridiculously tough times to support indie wrestling. I'm wearing my buddy Jose's shirt. Verde. Yeah. Beautiful. Look at that. Yes. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Indie wrestling. Good job, Micah. Great job. They, they were indie wrestlers at the time the shirt was made. That is... Could. That could be true. It's it is possible. true. It's they possible. didn't go by this name in AEW. Okay. Um... So what we're going to do, we're going to do some WrestleMania predictions tonight. But before we do that, we're going to review a little bit of SmackDown. Um, we just watched it. It just went off about half an hour ago. And it was pretty good, right? It's like, especially at the end, the ending was really good. So Kyle kind of Kyle's going to take us through it, and we're going to chat about it a little bit. So go ahead and tell us about it. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Kyle from Russell Life Radio here with your SmackDown review of the show. <laughs> is that is that what we're doing now? Is this what we're this is? Yeah, it. it's my new intro. Do you like it? Um, yes, yeah, great. It's wonderful. Yeah. So those are new, the new name of our fans. They're cats and kittens. I think we should go with something else. <laughs> we'll do a bit later. The Russell Life Universe. We'll care for it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, SmackDown, obviously this is the uh, go-home show. Um, we had the Raw go-home show Monday, but this is the SmackDown go-home show. Uh, we started, we basically come right into a Miz TV segment, uh, or at least we think there's going to be one. There's chairs set up in the ring, ladders on the stage. There's like a big giant Miz TV thing on the screen. And Greg Hamilton, I'm pretty sure for like the first time ever, because usually like Miz is already out there, but he starts to introduce the Miz when the Usos cut him off. There's music hits. Uh, basically come out. They noted uh, Miz and Morrison attacked him last week from behind, so they're like, oh, we're not going to let that happen this time. Uh, this isn't the Oprah show, the Ellen show, the Maury show. Um, yeah, so I know Oprah is not still going. I was actually surprised to learn that Maury is still going, but they're dropping a bunch of names. I don't know if the kids are going to know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was <laughs> the point of it, to be honest. Yeah, but anyway... They basically just came out and said they promised to win the tag title. They called it the SmackDown. They just worded it really weird. And uh, it's just strange. So basically they said they're going to win when suddenly the New Day interrupted, obviously. And uh, Biggie came through and said, oh, people at home. Which was great. My wife marked 100%. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, They came out, uh, Biggie and Kofi. Noted that they're going to win the titles, the SmackDown WWE World Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania, and not the Usos. Basically, they argued over who had the advantage last week over Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison, they come out. Uh, obviously, this is like Miz's show, which it made me think. I was like, okay, so Miz is probably standing in Gorilla because he's thinking he's going to come out first, if I'm just right. picking this in my head. And they just well, – Usos just say, get out of my way, and they go out there first, and Miz and Morrison just let them. They go out there. Miz Morrison just watch. Then the Kofi and Biggie do the same thing, do their whole intro and come out. <laughs> it's just, I was like, okay. It was just funny to think that they were all. Maybe Miz and Morrison were late and they're like, oh, we got to, we got to get out there. And there's six chairs set up. So obviously we're going to be on the show. I mean. Sure. They're late for their own show. If you <laughs> Makes sense. 
So basically, all they do is come out, said uh, they thrive no matter what the other teams do. They basically started climbing up the ladders. Miz pointed out that the uh, Usos and New Day, they might act like friends, but they're going to sh- destroy each other in the end. And Miz and Morrison will retain the titles at WrestleMania. Then uh, New Day and Usos did not take kindly to this. They ran up the ramp to attack Miz and Morrison. Uh, Jimmy then superkicked Kofi Kingston. Biggie just stood there for like two minutes staring at him. He then grabs it, like hits him. The other Uso comes after him. He grabs him to throw him like into the crowd. He's grinning from ear to ear the entire time. <laughs> he th- throws him into the steps or whatever. Uh, but then Miz and Morrison just start, they recover, start beating down the other two teams. They hit him with a ladder. They s- basically go up and climb the two ladders and celebrate. So Miz and Morrison standing tall in this segment, heading into Mania. So the the rumor is that Miz is not going to be at Mania. Right. And this will be a three-way singles match. For the tag team for the tag championship. Team championship. And that wasn't explained at all. No. They, they didn't even write in a segment. They didn't have a match card, as we'll get into. They just are, as far as we know, we're getting multiple, a tag team three-way. Multiple advertisements throughout the show hyping up Mania, which all contain Roman Reigns. Yeah. Right. And, and so, several other people who are going to be on the show. Yeah, well, some random spot where they're like, actually, it's going to be Braun Strowman. Yeah, so they did show Strowman in there too, but uh, yeah, so that was the tie team. I think I think they should have just put Braun Strowman in Roman's gear, and nobody would have even noticed. <laughs> they could have played it off. He'd been yep. really hitting the gym. Could you imagine Strowman coming out and doing the? <laughs> that... Get these hands! <laughs> I would go for it. Yeah, that's sure. terrific. Sure, why not? Down. Sam down. Then we had uh, basically a recap of the horrible women's five-way segment last week. Uh, don't know why we needed to rewatch that. But then we had a triple threat match between Tamina, Naomi, Lacey Evans. Basically, Naomi comes out first. Bailey and Sasha join Michael Cole on commentary. Cole basically told Banks that he rapped before. So basically, he should be on Banks' album. So I have no idea what he's talking about. I have no idea. I, I'm sure he's done it. There's at some footage point. out there. I'm sure Michael Cole rapping. Really? We're going to make that the podcast intro. I don't know. He apparently he said so. <laughs> yeah, I'm Every sure he's done it. Podcast on some joke before. I don't know, but who who remembers? And uh, as big of a Michael Cole fan as you are, I'm oh, surprised you didn't he know. Rapped, he rapped against Jr. Remember, it's like one of the worst Raw segments in history. Yeah, I remember that. You could have just ended it. He rapped against Jr. And I'd have been like, yeah, probably one of the worst segments <laughs> in Raw history. So. Yeah, I'm going to go look that up after we mm-hmm. done recording. <laughs> but basically, Banks and Bailey just ignored him the entire time. They did this the whole match. They would just, he would basically try to pit them against each other like a jerk. They're like best friends out there by each other, and Cole's trying to turn them against one another. He's like, oh, well, Bailey, Sasha says she's the boss. What about you? Like, I don't know. They did the entire match, basically. Uh, basically, after Naomi came out, Lacey Evans came out, she put her hat on Michael Cole. Uh, then Tamina came out, luckily not in the hoodie, pajama pants, and tennis shoes she wore last week. Right. She dressed up for the occasion. In she normal did. gear now. She found her gear. Uh, basically, they started off – they both jumped on Tamina, did the whole giant segment. But Naomi was throwing punches, but Lacey was really just rubbing her arm up against Tamina. Uh, looked pretty terrible. And then Tamina did the giant spot where she like shoves them both back, uh, knocked them to the apron, clothesline on the outside. Tamina basically kept control. After this, I think they went to a commercial. Uh, Evans actually was able to one to fight back first. Uh, she was able to pull 
Um, she was able to knock down Tamina, but got pulled to the outside by Naomi. They fought on the outside until Banks basically just got up, just walked over and started attacking the other one. Just mm-hmm. I don't know. She's like, I'm just going to go attack him now. So she was able to knock down Evans, but Naomi hit her in the head, knocked her down, and Bailey did absolutely nothing. Yeah, she was like, ooh, that sucks. <laughs> and so she basically just watched as her best friend got kicked in the head, didn't even help her up mm-hmm. after like Naomi was done killing her. Long-term so, booking. Sure. So basically Naomi got in the ring, went after Tamina, but then Bailey said, all right, Michael, I'm done with you. She's got up, went in, uh, next Naomi on the top rope. Uh, Tamina hit the super kick, picked up the win. So, so I do want to point out that before this match started, I looked at my lovely lady and I said, Tamina's obviously going to win because they have to give her some heat. She has been gone for a year. They just haven't used her and she's a monster. So it's free win for Tamina. Yeah. And I was right. I mean, and so she crazy. killed them both in her pajamas last week. So she might as well. Right. What are, what are they doing with Naomi? Like, seriously, she had so much heat coming in <laughs> from the Royal Rumble. And it's just like, nah. Nothing. No. And, and I caught it as soon as she got yeah, she's really beat good. by Carmella in that match. I was like, she's done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who cares? And it's, it's been downhill. Mm-hmm. Uh, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, after the match, like an idiot. It's <laughs> so bad. Bailey gets in the ring. And she's like, oh, thanks, Tamina, for winning your match. We appreciate no, no. it. None of this made any sense. <laughs> she goes to shake her hand. Uh, Tamina does shake her hand. Bailey actually manages to turn around. And Tamina's like, yeah, good job. Bailey's like, what was that? It turns around, eats a super kick in the face. So everybody saw this coming. And then <laughs> when he thought it couldn't get any more worse, Sasha, even the bigger idiot, gets in the ring to check on Bailey. She's like, okay, she's witnessed Tamina kill her, turn her back on her. So she decides... I'm going to go give her a fist bump. <laughs> well, yeah, like they used to be in some group together. I don't even remember at this point. Team she bad. looked like she yeah. was trying to give a treat to a dinosaur. She did. Like she was like shaking her hand. It's like, oh, take the treat. Take the treat, girl. It's, she got yeah. eaten. It's a fist bump. She's like, oh, the handshake. You know, we're trying to social distance. So fist bump, that'll do better. <laughs> it's probably what pissed her off. So no, uh, Tamina has none of this either. She picks her up for a Samoa drop and drops Sasha right on her head and neck. I was like, okay, she's going to kill her before the Mania match. 100%. I was just like, oh, my God. So, yeah, Tamina stood tall, t- stood tall after this, and that was the end of this segment. Before uh, we move on to the next segment, can we talk about Michael Cole real quick? Because how we many have to. Yes, how <laughs> many of the things that he said tonight were piped in after the show? Because it's obviously not live, right? We're taped past a week past WrestleMania. And it I literally felt like I was watching a live version of the WWE 2K game because he had that same cadence. And it would be mixed in where he would, he's talking live and then they would put in a line that was clearly not, you know, live. Then he'd start talking again. It was so awkward and weird. And I, I don't know. He'd go from this big open room in the performance mm-hmm. center with like four people in there mm-hmm. to a small closed studio with padding on the wall. And you could tell the difference in the quality. Why didn't they just record the lines in the performance center? They have, have access no to it. They own it. Plus he was like, he's talking loud. He's Michael Cole. And then, Oh, he's talking like this because this is how he talk in the studio, and now he's back to Michael Cole. It just—it made no sense at all. None. Yeah, I don't, and I don't understand how Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Michael Cole were on commentary, and Michael Cole was still the worst commentator for this entire match. Yeah, he was really annoying. Bailey and Sasha actually <laughs> tried to call the match, and they actually yeah. did a pretty good job. I thought. 
And he's, he's like, just, a jerk, he's just like, poking him. Yeah, it's like a baby face. And he's like, you best friends. You're not really best friends, right? Like, you're going to turn on each other, right? It, it's going to happen. And they're like, of course not. Which one of you is the bigger role models? We're, we're equal. And I think Sasha actually said Bailey. And Bailey's like, no, 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 no. We're best friends. We're equal. I'm like, that's right, Bailey. You, you grow up. like, Bailey, like, I, she hit Naomi, which allowed for Tamina to get the super kick and get the win. Like, as soon as Bailey got up and uh, Naomi got pinned, Cole, I like, couldn't. It's like he rushed to like say it. He's like, "Okay, I can you be you, Bailey. That could be you at the pay per view." <laughs> I was like, "What a what a jerk!" <laughs> so so yeah. bad. So anyway, Tamina stood tall, and uh, yeah, but she's not gonna win. Obviously, no. I would be very stunned if she wins the uh, the belt of Mania. So after this, we basically uh, have Tucker is seen in the back. Uh, he's pretty much warming up when Mandy approaches him. She's like talking to him, but. Uh, you can't hear them. They're just kind of mumbling, I guess. And uh, Michael Cole is starting to talk, and then we get the static thing again, uh, the, this gimmick that's been going on. And then it pops up on the screen, the truth will be heard as it's like staticking. And then Michael Cole has to pretend to not see it and shut up for a minute <laughs> while it like happens. And then as soon as it's done, he starts talking again. So uh, I, I told everybody what was happening. I was like, this gimmick is stupid. I'm tired of it. I hope it ends. And uh, luckily... As we'll talk about, I got my wish. Mm -hmm. So, not right now. We then got the replay of the uh, Shawn Michaels Ric Flair match, the great Ric Flair retirement match from a couple years ago at WrestleMania, which 30, or was it in the 20s? I it can't was remember. 24. By the way, cheap plug, earlier this week we released the best and worst with that match as the best. So, please go listen. Yes. You can listen to, you can listen to Wrestle Life Radio on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, and I did rewind the uh, spot and showed uh, Stephanie. I was like, hey, watch this guy smash his ribs on this table. Because <laughs> that backflip on the announce table is brutal. But yes. I, uh, I thought it was crazy, too. The same ref in that match refed later this night. The uh, Charles blonde, blonde guy? Yeah, yep. Blonde Robinson, yeah. <laughs> blonde Robinson, tiny flair. He mm -hmm. had to be there for a long time. Little niche. Little niche. Yeah, that's what it is, little niche. So, uh, yeah, basically we got to replay that match. Awesome part of the show. After this, though, we finally get Tucker going on his own up against Dolph Ziggler. I have no idea why, but he's not there. I guess because uh, Bobbert Rude wasn't out there. Uh, basically, Tucker started in control of the match until Dolph attacked his leg. And uh, Tucker was, but he, so Dolph got some offense. He tried to keep him down with like some rest holes, but Tucker was able to power out. He had a bro kick and didn't kill him for some reason, but then tossed Dolph into the corner. Uh, Tucker has clearly not been watching any Braun Strowman matches because he rushed to the corner. And then uh, ate the post because Dolph Ziggler moved out of the way. That's what happens when you're a big man. You crave this post, and you're like, I just needs it. I needs it in my life. If so I could just smash this dweeb in the corner, I'll kill They're him. They're big enough. Um, they have a gravitational pull. I guess so. Pulls them towards so the Smash into the post. Dolph hits a big DDT, and we go to commercial break. Come back. Dolph is in control, but Tucker quickly fights back. This happened a couple times on the show where we went to break, and the heel is actually in control. It would come back, and they immediately lose it. So... That happened here. Dolph got knocked to the outside. Tucker threw him into the steel steps. Uh, he did just kick the crap out of the steps for some reason, which I was like, ow, that hurt. Why not? <laughs> but he, I think he tried to like just kick him over, and it didn't I, work. I do, want, I do want to reiterate just real quick. You said Tucker threw him into the threw Dolph Ziggler into the steel steps. Because that's sure did. Very, very important as to what happened later in the match. It sure is. I was going to point that out, so thanks for reminding me. He throws him into the steps. Uh, he boots the steps. And uh, he basically inflicts more punishment on Dolph in the ring. 
He tries to finish him off, but Dolph kicks out, rolls to the outside. Tucker follows him, but then Dolph grabs Tucker by the head, jams his thumb into his eye, and then hits the zigzag on the steps for the disqualification. So, as Matt pointed out, Tucker threw the man full speed Smash. into the steel steps. Smash. But Dolph Ziggler hitting the zigzag on the steps. The referee had seen enough. He's like, ring the bell. You can't do that. So, um, yeah. Basically. Wrestle Life Heal. Wrestle Life Heal right there. We miss you, Chris Cumbie. Happy WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm taking this off the screen. It doesn't need to be out there anymore. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm Once again, steamrolling Chris, ignoring him. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not even on the podcast and he's running over you. The gimmick. But, oh. by, the, by the way, Chris, I know why you're not here anymore. I get it. <laughs> I'm with you. I get it. Yeah. So basically, Dolph stands tall. He actually goes after the match. He tries to kill Tucker, grabs the steps. He's going to squish him under the steps. But Mandy and Sonya run out to stop him. Dolph, the heel in this whole thing, actually comes to his senses, unlike Otis last week. He comes to his senses and stops. And he's like, what, have I, what am I doing? He drops the steps and walks away as Otis comes out to save his partner. Dolph runs off. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, Chris saying nothing has changed. That's true. <laughs> I thought I didn't, I didn't know so much as it was him coming to his senses. It was like a dog getting caught chewing on something he shouldn't have been. And and his master running out. Be like, no, bad Dolph. <laughs> I guess. No. I guess, yeah. And he was like, what? Yeah, maybe. But n- nevertheless, he put the steps down and he ran away. But uh, as Otis is tending to Tucker, we then get the static again. But this time it's getting worse and worse. When all of a sudden we see like a bunch of words on the screen that basically I will be heard, all this stuff. And then we get like a bunch of monitors in the back, a guy like in a swivel chair, like in a hoodie. He like slowly turns and like can't see his face or anything. About two months ago. Sure. Yeah. So he's basically in his hoodie. You can't see his face. And he like looks up. It basically says he's going to reveal the truth or whatever. And then we get the big reveal. This the whole story leading to this. We get backstage footage of Man or Sonia talking to Mandy. They're all in scuffling the, in the women's locker room. Yeah, because there's security in mind, camera. There's a camera in the women's locker room, constantly recording. Well, this guy has cameras everywhere, so. Yeah. Well, no, I took it as he's a hacker and WWE has cameras everywhere and they're constantly recording. So this is why people are on eggshells. So it could be a her. You're right. Sorry, Riley. Yeah. I think it's CM Punk. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. Or it could be Sonya. Could be part of her plan. Uh, it was me, Austin. It was me. <laughs> oh, exactly it is like. WWE. I would not be surprised. So yeah. basically, we'll just never know. Yeah, we might not. Could pull a Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Or it might be a giant spider. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we then, we basically just get backstage footage of Sonya and Mandy talking the night of their uh, Otis's and Mandy's date. She talks about Otis being big, but he is a sweet guy. But you know, she's she gonna give him a chance. No, he's, he's fat, but it's okay. I mean, I'll give this fat dude a chance. <laughs> so then, uh, Mandy walks out to go on her date, and that's when we see Sonya grab the phone. She sends the text, the mysterious text, and she types it out. Then we get footage of Otis. He does the okay. like shocking noise. Okay. I, pop, I popped again. Uh, he got the text message. 
and that is the mysterious text message that we got, obviously, from Sonya. Then we also get a shot of Sonya and Dolph colluding in the back. They're masterminding this scheme. Mandy says she'll get what she wants, and Dolph will get what he wants. And uh, everything basically came to light. It's Sonya and Dolph. What does she want? Does she just hate Otis because he's fat? Is that what it is? She wants Mandy. It's it's going to be revealed but to be how, did, how do they? Yeah, that's why the that's why the person the hacker revealed himself now because Mandy and Dolph are together, but it's Mandy's plan. She wants Mandy in the end. I'm telling you, on his plan. Yeah, hmm. they've been wanting to do a lesbian angle, so maybe it would be way better than Lana and Liv. It's true. So I I'm calling it's going to be Sonya who reveals herself. Hmm. So we'll see, but basically, uh, Mandy is distraught from this news. She's upset. Sonya says she's sorry. She's trying to comfort Mandy, but Mandy turns and walks away. Sonya follows her. Uh, Ziggler tries to kind of run away, but Otis goes after him. Uh, he doesn't quite catch Ziggler. He kind of like knocks him over, but Ziggler gets up and makes his way, uh, runs out of there. And then Otis goes to tend to Tucker. So, yeah, we get the big reveal, finally. Yeah, I thought this was really good. I thought it was a good good segment, especially with the uh, with no crowd. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it went uh, off pretty well. It was it, the, it, long-term it, booking for a match. It's probably the longest booking of any match at WrestleMania. But here's the thing. It was – when I first saw it, and I saw, like, all the Matrix stuff. I'm like, okay, save us Y2J, but obviously not Jericho. And the, the person turns around, and they're, like, in full black, full mask, and I'm like, who is it going to be? And they didn't give it to us. And is it annoying? Yeah, but – it was good, right? Don't you want to know? Like, don't you really want to know who it is? It I'm, also could be that the person that they intended for that role wasn't able to make it to the performance possible. center or wherever to film because of the happenings going on, and they could be waiting until after WrestleMania. Or they could reveal it at WrestleMania. You could have a run-in, or uh, maybe, hey, it's pre-recorded. They could even hack the arena during the match. That would be pretty cool. I, I want to see more stuff like that for WrestleMania. It's a way to make this... It's a way to uh, tip the scales because this it's it's obviously it's it's hard without a crowd. So they need something to, something else to push it to make it interesting. Yeah, I mean John Cena said it tonight, as we'll get to. But he basically said we don't know what's going to happen. So anything can happen in this mania, and that yeah. is really true. Anything can happen. Something about you know it's pro- it could be like they have surprises in store, and some of it will actually be live. Yeah, we don't so. even know what some of the matches are. Uh, I mean, there's 16 matches, so I hope we know. What Surprise! They are. The tag team championships is a singles three way. <laughs> well, now Florida's like in a lockdown, though, aren't you? So, like, like yeah. a stay at home. Like, are they able to go do they stuff live there? They can't film anymore, live anymore. Yeah, no. Well, I hope they weren't. <laughs> they had some film in the bag or something. They but... only have film for the week after Mania. The up to the NXT after Mania, I believe, is as much as they film. So I don't know what they're going to do after that. They're, I don't think there's any states right now. They can pull an AEW and go to Georgia. Can't Georgia's on lockdown now too. <laughs> yeah, Even no. Alabama today is on lockdown. Finally, yeah. yeah. So Alabama's on lockdown. You know, stuff is serious. Yeah, mm. for real. <laughs> we can so, still go to Walmart. That's all you do here, anyway. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we can't go to Walmart. You're only letting like 25 people in at a time now. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. We're talking about WrestleMania. Yes. Right now. So basically after this uh, segment, we finally get a uh, – we got a recap of last week's Gulak and Shinsuke match where Gulak won, gave uh, Daniel Bryan the shot at uh, Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. But, uh, so I, was, I wasn't even sure what match they were going to have here, but it was actually Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. So Gulak and Bryan come to the ring. 
followed by Nakamura and Sami Zayn. And then I just like sat back and thought, and I got really, really, really sad. I was like, this is Daniel Bryan. Have they wrestled? Before? I can't even remember. I but, don't think they have. I don't know. I don't I, But it just like WrestleMania coming up and seeing these two men come out, especially like I randomly the other day, like a uh, best WWE entrances or debut type video came up the other day and like Nakamura's, all his awesome NXT entrances and stuff came up the other day. And he yeah. was like such a big star. I saw those like not even a week ago. And like, I was just like seeing them walk down the ring and I'm like, this should be like a WrestleMania main event. And it's like a mid card match on SmackDown for nothing. <laughs> Whatever. It's it WWE. Still, the, the thing about it is though, you can, it's, it's cool to see how WWE is dependent on Brian to put on good matches through these no crowd shows. Right. Because it's, it's, it's good to see they trust him mm-hmm. because he's yeah. probably the best wrestler wrestler on their roster as far yeah. as an actual technical wrestler and to see they finally give him some some props for what he is and they can trust him to go out there and yeah it's, it's a shame we get him and nakamura now nakamura now but we'll see him again down the line i'm sure yeah. and this was a good match like they it's a good match came out they started like with a grappling exchange like mma style like grappling exchange which i was i love seeing that like right daniel got him in like a knee bar or tried to get like a knee bar looking thing for a second they uh, they just kind of went back and forth. They tried for like an arm bar, started working each other's arms. Uh, but basically, Brian was able to send Nakamura on the outside, hit a flying knee off the apron, got back in the ring, went for a top rope for Angsteiner, but Nakamura reversed it. They did a lot of reversing in this match, just like a good back and forth match between these two. Yeah, and the arm, the arm bars where they went back and forth is just yeah. a cool, such a cool spot. Yeah, I mean, Nakamura had like a cool uh, middle rope suplex. Like he caught Brian's feet and like put him on the middle rope. And slid outside the ring while hitting a German suplex. And I was like, yeah, I just got sadder as the match went on because I was like, it yeah. should be bigger than what it is. But I'm st- still getting to see it. So it was, it was good. Uh, basically, like Matt said, they, they did some reversing, went for like some arm bars, like reversing it. Um, Nakamura tried for back suplex, but Brian reversed it, hit a big kick. Uh, at one point, Shinsuke went for the Kinshasa, but uh, Brian was able to reverse it to a half crab. They got up, delivered some kicks. They kept reversing again. Again, Shinsuke goes for an arm bar. Brian reverses it into his own arm bar. Then he transitions that into a yes lock. It was going so well. And then Cesaro jumped to the ring and, of course, kicked in for the DQ. And I was just like, Ugh. and Second then I was just. Qualification of the night. Yep. Number two. And, and the first one would have been if it wasn't a triple threat match. There were two run ins in that match. So right. every match of the night had some kind of shenanigans. Whatever. Welcome so, to the WWE. So basically after the match, Gulak, he goes after Cesaro, but then just gets tossed over the barricade. Then Brian just dives on him out, you know, out of nowhere, but Cesaro catches him, body slams him on the announce table. We get a two-on-three beatdown. They throw Gulak into the steel steps, which is not a disqualification because the match is already over. Uh, then the three men basically get in the ring. Uh, they throw Brian in the ring, hit all their finishers on him, which is uh, the neutralizer, the Kinshasa, and did they hit a haluva kick as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. So all, yeah, all three hit their finishing moves. Left Brian laying, so Sami Zayn go, coming in strong, going into Mania. But a good match. It was a good match basically until the end. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Very good match. And then after this, we got a full recap of the Firefly Funhouse segment from last week about Bray Wyatt and his secret recipe, which uh, consisted of Rambling Rabbit. Uh, and his challenge, he also made the challenge to Cena for the Firefly Funhouse match. 
So Cena makes his way to the ring. He can't help himself but the yell spots to the cameraman as he's walking down the ramp. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks, basically gets in the ring, talks about the move of the. He basically addressed the audience finally. Somebody like, you know, I've talked about it for weeks that they've like, obviously this pandemic is going on. They've kind of like brushed it as like not a big deal. They just call it like you know, circumstances or like, you know, some WWE speak of like what this actually is. But Cena actually got in the ring, looked in the camera and said, Hey guys, obviously we made the move to the performance center. It's been an interesting couple of weeks for everybody, but we thank you for putting up with it. He said, there's been some man moments and some great moments. And I was like, I must've missed those great moments, but definitely some man moments. So uh, basically gets in, he, he plugs the strangeness of the whole, of, you know, the whole thing going on, the strangeness of WrestleMania this year says nobody knows what will happen. Uh, basically says like, there's definitely uncertainty in the air. There's a little bit of fear maybe, cause that kind of goes with it. But he says, that's what the fiend thrives off of. He thrives off of your fear, your uncertainty, but he ensures us he won't panic. He's not afraid. He will squash Bray Wyatt in their WrestleMania match. He said Bray Wyatt is a poor man's version of a bootleg Mr. Rogers. And then says, should he be scared of a man, the fiend, who dresses like an overfed sex child of Wiz Khalifa and the WB Frog? It was so good. There's no way a writer wrote this for John. There's no, no way. No. Credit to Carol, so, by the way, who pointed that out. Yeah. So uh, then he I says. Don't, I don't get the WB Frog comparison. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It was yeah. funny. Sure. I got the Wiz Khalifa thing. Yeah. You should have so, said Doink uh, the Clown. That's what you should have said. Yeah, maybe. Probably more appropriate. Or Kazarni or something like that. <laughs> uh, he then says, uh, Goldberg exposed his weakness. And I was like, oh, don't remind me. He says he will do the same and beat him at WrestleMania. And then he accepts the Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, Thank you. So he does. He accepted it. But then... Is quickly interrupted by one rambling rabbit who is it like behind the barricade. So he's in the arena. This is not on the screen. And then the uh, Huskus the pig, he's on the outside of the ring. He must have gotten those Krispy Kreme uh, chocolate glazed donuts they've been advertising because mm-hmm. he has chocolate over his mouth. The sister Abigail puppets out there, the vultures up out there, they're all surrounding the ring trying to scare uh, John Cena. And then finally, rambling rabbit says, Uh oh. He's here. And then the lights kind of like go out or whatever. And then we get the feed standing up in the crow's nest. I was kind of having a really cool visual. It was a cool. It was. And and he obviously he's the fiend. He looks cool. And he's just like staring down John Cena. Cena's just staring back at him. I was kind of expecting uh, like Corbin to come up and like hit him in the back with a, because he likes attacking people in the crow's nest, but no, he didn't. They basically just scared, stared at each other forever. And uh, then all of a sudden, Bray Wyatt appeared behind John Cena suddenly and said, let me in. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't like this Undertaker thing where it goes out and then he comes on and he says, let me in. And then the lights go out. And it wasn't this weird. This was Matt not. Hardy. It wasn't Matt Hardy. Yeah, it wasn't teleporting or drones yeah. doing this. It was the camera in the thing's face and the camera switched. And as soon as it switches, let me in. And then it goes black. And it was Funhouse Bray. It wasn't the fiend. Yeah. It was so. It was so something so they could well only do pre-recorded, but it was perfect. I've was said so well I've said many times, but if this is how they need to handle this WrestleMania, man, this pre-recorded stuff, it just brings it up to another level. Yeah, and this was so good. 
as yeah, well. It was a good segment. Yeah. And this was the segment at the end of the show. It was a good way to end the segment uh, to, you know, send us into WrestleMania. John Cena had a great promo. The segment was great uh, with the brace up after that. So, yeah, two thumbs up for this segment. Uh, but, yeah, that was the SmackDown episode heading to Mania. What did you guys think? I, th- I Go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I know really- in the comments below and I'll post them on the screen. Yeah, I was really surprised by how good of a promo John Cena cut. Like, I have a, I, I missed <laughs> like the last, I missed like the last five years of his career. When I watched WWE, he was still like word life, Doctor Thugonomics John Cena, and I really liked him as a child. And I, I still think that that area of him is pretty cool. And I know he's always gotten so much hate because he's a guy that WWE pushes and pushes and pushes, and they always. Fans always push back against stuff like that. But there's a reason that he's the top guy in the WWE and he was for so long. There's a reason that he's actually now in Hollywood and he's so successful. It's because he's good. I mean, he's a freak of nature, I mean, right. physically. And he actually is a really good promo, just like The Rock before him, you mm-hmm. know. And oh, yeah. uh, it's it's good to see the reins let loose and him actually be able to just cut his own promo. Because, yeah, right. like, like Carol said, that wasn't a writing team. Yeah, Vince he usually doesn't. Yeah, he, he usually doesn't do like his. He'll he'll usually do his own stuff. I think. I don't think he gets like. I think he's somebody noticed. they can trust. Yeah. Oh yeah. To do it. Yeah, and he'll he'll you know go on his go into business for himself sometimes you know for a laugh or something. But it's it's John Cena. Like he great promo. I mean, it's pretty typical promo for John Cena. I, I did really like how he finally addressed like this is like a weird situation. Yeah. Like he made it like real because AEW has been doing that from the start and WWE has not done that. And it's driven me crazy, but Cena actually did it here. So it was good. Yep. So what would you guys grade this SmackDown? I mean, it's, it was the best, definitely the best SmackDown, uh, probably the best uh, performance center show they've done with the empty arena. Uh, they still had the big replay in the middle, which is a good match. So it wasn't bad. Um, but the, the matches, I didn't like their ending. So I can't obviously I like, give it like an A and I go in between like a, like a B minus and a C plus. Mm-hmm. I'd say I give it a C plus just because it's still kind of weird. Um, the women's match wasn't that great. Um, the Nakamura Bryan match was good and the Cena promo was good. So those are definitely the highlights of the night, uh, ended well. So that definitely helped the show out. So I'll give it like a high C plus. Okay. Yeah. I think it was probably the most I've enjoyed one of these empty arena shows. Um, not to say that that's great, but uh, even I, I, I will say I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed AEW. Not this week, but the week before. Or, yeah. Um, it's because that was actually an empty arena show. I think giving this an empty arena show, I'd probably give it a B. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else they could have done other than not replayed the Ric Flair segment, which is a five star match in my opinion. It's a great match, but it had no place here. They could have played a buried alive match with the Undertaker to to push that, that. sense. Yeah, they could have pushed anything involving the stars they currently have. I wish they would have made Mania. I guess they're doing some kind of Mania announcement about Roman, but I mean, did, this also could have been a good. They time could have to done Sasha him. versus Bailey at Takeover, which is one of the best women's matches of all time. I think they should have done some NXT stuff because. Eyes are on you, man. You want more people to watch NXT? It's a good way to advertise. You got to fill time anyway. Yeah, yeah, but instead they gave us a random match. So, I think, but it's a fantastic match and it filled plenty of time. That's probably what they were looking for. Um, but yeah, I think overall it's probably a, a B, solid B episode. 
I'm gonna go right in between the two of you, and I'm gonna say B minus. I think it just bugs me when there's so many disqualification finishes. There were two, and there were four four matches on this. I think oh, run-ins for all the matches. I think yeah. there was only three matches. It's just yeah. Attitude Era crap that they did. They, I mean, everyone has all this fond these fond memories of the Attitude Era because there was a lot of great stuff. But man. I'll go back and watch old shows. I'm telling you, like every match on Raw has those issues where someone's going to run in. There's going to be a roll-up finish. Uh, there's going to be like some kind of random chair shot, and the ref isn't going to care. Like something weird's going to happen, and that's what the show reminded me of. So it yeah. reminded me about the bad stuff of the Attitude Era, not the good stuff. Um, but either way, Shinsuke Daniel Bryan was great. It was yeah. really fun. It was a really good TV match. The John Cena the Fiend segment is one of the best segments I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, significantly better than Matt Hardy, Chris Jericho, um, which was, you know, if anything, we're partial to AEW, right? So if we're saying that WWE did a better job, it was clear they did a better job. So that one was really, really well done. Yeah, and going to the what you said about the Attitude Era, Riley and I watched a documentary about the Attitude Era uh, maybe a week or so ago, and I hadn't watched it in a while, and she had never watched it, and we both kind of agreed, like, this, this really wasn't great. A lot of it. There was a, a lot, lot of it was just crude stuff. for the sake of being crude. Yeah. And we both kind of agreed. It's like, we wouldn't watch this. If, like, everybody wants to go back to this, but I wouldn't I wouldn't watch this. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just the yeah. thing. The, the good stuff about the Attitude Era was terrific. Bret Hart and Stone Cold Double Turn, amazing. Yeah. That's the how Rock WWE is. The good yeah. stuff is really good. Yeah. But everything else is kind of, you know. Yeah. So, um. Okay, Riley, we're glad that you liked Mrs. AEW. You really liked Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy. Better. What a mark. <laughs> what a mark. Um, so let's get into some WrestleMania predictions. And here's the way that it's going to work, because we're going to have it graded just like we always do. We're going to predict what they've announced. So other than the tag team match, which as long as they keep it a triple threat, we'll let it count. Nothing else will count if they change it. So if they... Had, we're going to go with Braun Strowman and Goldberg, and if they change it to some other weird thing, it's just not counted. That's yeah, not anything could happen, so we don't know. Yeah, we we're have to make our, Even John Cena yeah. doesn't know. If John Cena doesn't know, then who knows? Yeah. Even Vince doesn't know, probably. <laughs> they Honestly, so apparently they, they filmed multiple endings to a lot of these matches. To he may not know which one he's going to use in yeah. some of these situations. It absolutely doesn't, and there will be at least one where he changes it right before it airs. Yeah. One hundred surprised. 100%. Uh, so we're going to go through 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 matches of the WrestleMania that is too big for one night. So match number one. And Did you make that up? I, you know what? They should pay me to write because let's be real here. Oh, uh, they did show a logo in on SmackDown that called it WrestleMania, too big for one night, Snickers, Something weekend, I think. <laughs> like that was the whole logo, like laid out. It so the ending logo, of it. the John Cena Fiend match, he's going to feed him a Snickers. He's going to turn into Funhouse Bray, and it's going to say, "You're not you when you're hungry." That would be amazing. It's Snickers. Also, they showed this old commercial with Sunburnt Sheamus. Yes. You know, I have no idea. It's like the five greatest commercials. This is number three, and I'm like, where were number four and five? Yeah. Did I miss them? Were they on SmackDown last week, and I didn't watch it? They have uh, been. They they did. Um, they I did fast forward on those shows anyways. <laughs> they yeah. did have a commercial with Charlotte and the Miz for a Snickers commercial, and I think it said that was the number five. I haven't seen any of the other ones though. I don't remember them. 
Yeah, no idea. Nobody watches commercials anymore. Okay. So here we go. And guys, if you at home want to, I don't know why I'm pointing at my screen instead of my camera. If you at home want to make predictions with us, let us know in the comments and I will pop it up on the screen. So Kyle, I'm going to let you go first with our first match. The Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, Rain is going to hate my guts, but I'm going with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I got to go with Alexa. She's she's uh, she's my favorite. So, uh, yeah, but honestly, they, it makes the most sense in the world um, because, I mean, Kyrie Sane and Asuka, they've done nothing with them as a tag team since they won the belts. Kyrie yep. hasn't even been, like, on TV. Uh, Alexa and Nikki have at least had matches. They've had about 100. If they win this, they might be in line for a shot, at, you know, for an opportunity at the tag team. Like, it's yeah. – but they're a tag team. Most of the tag team matches happen on SmackDown. Just make them the champions already, and we'll move on from it. Micah? Uh, I th- I'm going to go with Bliss Cross Applesauce, Okay, uh, their official team name. And the reason being, I think they need to break up Asuka and Kyrie because I think it will elevate both of them because they don't do anything with the women's tag team division. So It's just so hard because... Asuka's supposed to be this dominating force, and you're supposed to have the four horsewomen and Asuka, right? And those are your five premier women wrestlers. And then now you've got Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley, and that's fine, but it's almost like they've demoted Asuka. And I I love Asuka and Kyrie Sane. And since they've turned heel they're there and fixed their music, my gosh, uh, their work has just been terrific. It's time to move on. And I'm, I'm also going to go with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. And I, I just think that the WWE loves Alexa Bliss so much that when they have it, they'll kind of highlight it a little more. And they, it's not like they gave it a lot of time when they had the titles last time. Yeah. But when the Iconics I'm surprised had they lost it, honestly. Yeah. When the Iconics had it, they never showed them. Um, yeah. Nikki, Nikki, Bailey and Sasha didn't have it long enough. They haven't done anything with the Kabuki Warriors other than highlight Bailey. And when Alexa and Nikki had it, they actually highlighted him a little bit. So I'm going to go. I'm also going to go Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross. Uh, next match, Micah, I'll let you start this one. And we are going to go with Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Otis. That's all you need okay. to know. Okay, Kyle. Uh, okay. I got to go with Otis, too. Um, I mean, I could see. I don't know. Like, I really think that Sonya is going to play more of a role in this story going forward. Because obviously, somebody else is involved. It's, you know, Dolph was in, you know, cahoots with Sonya, but uh, she's, you know, I think it's going to be a master plan from Sonya. So Dolph doesn't, I mean, what are they going to do? Just like keep doing, I mean, he, they might keep doing the matchup for a couple weeks, but I think Otis is, it's WrestleMania. Seeing Otis lose, nobody wants to see that. So I think they're going to give Otis the win here. I think he beats Dolph Ziggler. I was convinced that Dolph was winning until SmackDown tonight. Like I was prepared to get on this. And, and if it's Sonya, they have to get she has to get Dolph out of the picture so she could have Mandy. So I right. think I think it's totally you know you and Mike has pointed out that you know they might the hacker might come back and play a role in this match. And if it's you know I think it's going to be Sonya. So if that's the case, it'd make all the sense in the world for her to interrupt the match and cost it for Dolph. So yeah. he's out of the picture. Yeah, I just. I know well, I don't want to I don't want to spoil another pick I'm gonna pick later, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if WWE took took Dolph to win this, but I just I can't see it. Otis has to win here. 
I mean, I, I just Dolph, they, they don't care about Dolph anymore. And I just I just don't see them doing anything with him. And they, they really want to push out his hi Justin. How are you, man? Thank you for stopping by. Uh WrestleMania is this weekend. Too big for one night. Too big for one night. So watch it tomorrow and Sunday. Um let's go to the next one and I'll start this one. Uh Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. And let's be clear, this match was thrown up out of nowhere. Nowhere, okay? But who cares, man? Alistair Black is amazing. He has a WrestleMania match. Bobby Lashley could win because, I mean, he got the win over Rusev. We're all like, there's no way. There's no way Rusev loses this right. He lost his wife. He looks like a dummy. And then he lost, and they just kind of dropped that storyline, which is fine because it was terrible. But let's be clear. They believe in Aleister Black because he's spooky. And you know what? Spooky sells. The Undertaker sold for years. Kane sold well. You know who else is selling well, pretty well right now? Bray Wyatt. Aleister Black gets the win, and I think it's going to be more convincing than people think. Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely – I think Aleister Black's going to win. I think they only made this match because he needed something to do. Yeah. I thought he's going to play more of a role in the AJ Taker match, like maybe – the club versus Taker and Alistair, I thought that would have been a better match, something I would look more like more forward to. Because, like, I mean, Taker's – he's old. I mean, they're doing the Boneyard match thing. That's going to help him out. But, I mean, even when he did his run-ins, like, he's just not the same. Uh, I like seeing the guy, but, I mean, he's just not the same. And I think having Alistair there would have helped, you know, put that match, you know, together a little bit more. But what, whatever. Paul Heyman loves him. I love him. So, I think – and let's be honest, they've pretty much dropped the Lana thing, at least they have recently, because she's been off doing a movie. Rusev's not even there anymore. Uh, it's going to be a bad movie. <laughs> Lashley's just been by himself, so I guess he's already, you know, having trouble. So, uh, yeah, I, I see um, – I don't see him beating Austria here. So, they, But I think they could have a good match, because Lashley is good when he gets somebody good to work with. So I think they can put on a good match, but yeah. Alistair gets the win here. Kevin Owens does the stunner, by the way. If you watch he Raw, does. you'd know. He so, is, yeah. You don't have to watch Raw. You don't yeah, he's Fat Austin. So. Don't have to. Yeah. He's Hashtag Fat Austin. Fat Austin. In a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's got hair, though, so he's got that going for him. Mm-hmm. He's like Austin if he didn't hit the gym as much and still drank as many beers as he does. Um, but going back to this match, I don't know why this match is happening. Uh, I like a lot of Bobby Lashley's matches, especially in like TNA. He's talented. Um, he's yeah. talented. Uh, the man can hit a Hurricane Rana, which is ridiculous. He's like and he looks 280 like pounds. He looks like a monster. He looks like a Vince McMahon wet dream kind of guy. I mean, just gigantic, huge muscles everywhere bulging. Um, yeah. If, if he could cut a promo, he'd probably be the biggest star in the company. Yeah. Um, but I got to go with Aleister Black just because I don't think they're going to kill his momentum for Lashley. I don't know why they would. I didn't think they would with Rusev either. Um, I'm with y'all though. I thought Black would play more of a part in the Undertaker uh, match, but I don't know. I, and I can only see Lashley winning if they're going to do the program after Mania, but I don't know why they would. So right. I think Alistair wins. Yeah. Okay. Elias versus King Baron, which both titles, by the way, King Baron Corbin. Like th- this is my, and I'm gonna let you start this one, Micah. But let me just be clear. This is my who cares match? Like, why is this on WrestleMania? I don't know. Micah? I can tell you who doesn't win with this match. The Me. fans. Are you okay? 
I don't like either either of these guys. They're not good. Um, don't like Elias. Don't like Baron Corbin. I don't really care. Um, I don't know. Uh, I really have no idea who they'll put over in this match because there's not. There's nothing really to go by, really. Uh, I can't pick the one I like more. I can't. There's no storyline reason for one to win. As coin toss, I'd have to go with Elias, I guess. Seems like they've been giving him a little bit more of a push. Yeah. I don't know. Baron Corbin had the whole dog food thing, so. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. I don't really care. It's. I I have no idea. Um, Just for the sake of it. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Corbin. I don't know. Jeez. Actually, no. I'm gonna go with Elias, and I'll tell you why. Because I think Gronk is gonna play a part in some way. Because he's already played a part. They already had. He's gonna come out as the Masked Singer. He he advocated for this match, so he might play a part in it. So I could totally see Gronk getting involved, dancing out of the ring. Sure. Him and uh, his buddy, his buddy uh, Mojo. Uh, so yeah, I think Elias does get the win here, but it doesn't matter. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does not. I will say that I'm glad you enjoy it, Riley. I, I really, I legitimately am. Um, so this really could go either way, and the reality is, if Gronk gets involved, Elias is winning, right? But my gosh, Corbin just got out of the world's longest feud with Roman Reigns, who is arguably the biggest star in the company, if not the biggest, definitely one of the biggest, right? Big three. So uh, I can't imagine him losing to Elias. Elias is nothing. And I'm not trying to be a jerk, but he's not, right? He's just a guy. He's a guy that comes in, plays guitar, and loses. He is the epitome of an entertaining jobber. I can't imagine Baron Corbin. They, they just they like him so much. I can't entertain He's the him. sheep brought to slaughter, as he said at uh, his WrestleMania right? entrance. The Royal Rumble. Royal, the Royal Rumble entrance. So, oh, yeah, yeah, Royal Rumble entrance. I'm picking Baron Corbin. I'm picking against you guys, and I yeah. I legit think that um, Baron Corbin is going to win unless Gronk comes out and wants to ruin it. This yeah. is the first time we've disagreed. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like we're going to disagree again here. So, the Miz and John Morrison versus the New Day mm-hmm. versus the Usos, and I do want to point out that it's possible that this will be John Morrison versus an Uso versus Kofi Kingston is the rumor. Um, so, either way, make sure you keep that in mind with your pick. Um, I guess I'll go first. Okay. I, if, so, I'm, I'm banking on it going into a singles match, and in which case, I think they're going to give it to Morrison. Okay. So, they brought John Morrison back to the WWE, right? Uh, he's done some fantastic thing in the indies, Lucha Underground, uh, very talented guy. He came back, just ripped, I mean, more ripped than he was when he left, what, yeah. five oh, yeah, six like years 40. ago? He's jacked. Yeah, he's he's on some performance enhancing drugs, um, and he they bring him back in. That's a and, wild accusation to just throw out there. They all are drinking those protein shakes, man. Yeah, protein shakes. Uh, he's like forty one years old. He's got a, like a ten pack. Bobby Lashley does. He looks like a battle toad out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think they should have just brought him back to put him back as the Miz's tag team partner. And that's what he's been. He's been the Miz's sidekick. And the Miz is a joke to me now, as he is to both of you, as you said. Uh, he's a joke to you now? 
Well, he's a joke to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably he's been a joke for the past like year. <clears throat> he's been a joke to me since he lost the fiend in that that feud where the fiend attacked his family and his baby and invaded his household. And he got beat up by Shane too. He get yeah, he got beat up by Shane. In front of his and dad. And they've got John Morrison, which is one of the better wrestlers <laughs> in front of his such dad. Such a loser. <laughs> he is. I and forgot he got beat up by Shane McMahon in front of his dad. Shane McMahon due to play. <laughs> Shane McMahon fell out of the cage. Yep. Yep. So stupid. Yeah, so so yeah, they brought him back. He's a fantastic wrestler. And I think they need to showcase it in this match. If they're gonna have a singles match, um, I think they need to showcase it and I think they would, I don't know, maybe in one of the stipulations of him coming back, they said, hey, we'll give you the titles, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, we'll, we'll do that, because whole, that whole thing seemed kind of rushed. Um, but I think they're going to showcase, I mean, what, is this a ladder match? It's a ladder match, right? It's still oh, a ladder match. Yeah, I, th- I believe it's supposed to be a ladder match. I think <laughs> he'll do really well in this match. I think it's going to be a very good match. I always like ladder matches. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm going to put Morrison. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, now, I will preface this by saying I could totally see WWE pulling a WWE thing and just giving it to the New Day or giving it to the Usos, but there's no reason for them to win the belts here, especially if Miz isn't there. I mean, why? Like, there's no, like, I don't know. It's, I just don't see them winning it, but it's WWE. They could just give them off Miz and Morris, especially if Miz is sick, uh, like it's rumored that he is. They could have, you know, made the call, um, but I don't know. I don't see, don't see him doing it at this point. They could um, also, they could also have Morrison come in with a surprise tag team partner, bring in Jeff Hardy, ladder match. That'd be great. Uh, a heel Jeff that. Hardy. <laughs> sure. He's not anything right now. He's just mm. a guy. Or brother Nero, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I think Miz, Miz and Morrison. There's no reason for them as a team to lose the belts. Uh, obviously they're going to, it's, uh, I actually would have rather, cause they used to do this back in the day. I think they did it for one match where, uh, I believe it was Kane had to fight a match by himself for, to defend the tag belts. And it made it more dramatic. Obviously it doesn't make as much sense with Morrison, the Hill being the one guy who's right, you know, down and out, but it could be a way for him to cheat, uh, and like take advantage of the two teams killing each other or something. But I guess they're just doing a straight triple threat match for the belts. But yeah, I I just don't see a purpose. They they won right out at the Hell in the Cell match. Like, why even have them come this far if they're going to lose for no reason? So I'm going right. to go with Morrison. Right. Okay, I'm going to go with the Usos or the Uno. Ah ah. If it's just one of them, uh, not Evil Uno, because the reality is, and again, it's WWE, and I know they don't do long term booking, but maybe I've been too impressed by AEW. They've been pushing this New Day versus Usos thing a lot. And they've been giving us a ton of matches. And if you'll specifically remember the line where the Usos said, we're six-time champions, and the Big E was like, well, we've got seven, so we're better than you. If the Usos win, it's even. And they could have a big feud over who the greatest uh, tag team in WWE is right now because they're the two best. Like, it's not even close. They so we're winning a singles match. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I, I don't know. I just think I think it's something. That, I mean, it's a WWE. I mean, what do you what do you expect? I, I I'm totally with you. WWE could totally just do that. I just don't. I mean, we've seen Usos and New Day like a hundred times. Right. Sure, but I I could totally see them doing that too. But 
I don't see a point, so I'm going with Morrison. So now we're going to go to the other tag team champs. We're going to do the Street Profits versus... The Raw WWE World Tag Team Champions. Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. And I saw a post, I think it was by WWE, that said Austin Theory could become the second youngest tag team champion or, or tag team champion to win the title at WrestleMania. Do you know who the youngest was? Uh, was it, you said tag team champion? Correct. At WrestleMania. Uh, at WrestleMania, was it Cody Rhodes? Micah, do you have a guess? Because it's not Cody Rhodes. Was it the Spirit Squad? It was Nicholas. Braun Strowman, the little kid. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is a so They posted on their Instagram, <laughs> yeah, as Austin Theory could become the uh, second youngest of all that. time. Yeah, I'm like, just good gosh. Austin Theory is in NXT, that is correct, um, but he is tagging with Angel Garza at WrestleMania. He's a loser in NXT. Yeah, which is ridiculous because he is incredibly talented. He was the hottest free agent. I think uh, Selena Vega was talking about his, uh, his good looks, about his hotness, because he is not the hottest NXT free agent for sure. But he was at, I can't remember the name of the company, but it's the one where they put up the WWE did the pay-per-view against Fight for the Fall, and Austin Theory was like their superstar. And uh, just, Evolve. Yeah, Evolve, yeah. And so now he's nothing. Like Jake Atlas just lost last Wednesday on NXT 2, and Jake Atlas came in as like this top-tier indie guy. I just I don't understand what they're doing. Um, we could talk about this if we want, but like, is anyone not picking the Street Profits? I mean, it's an NXT guy and Angel Garza. The only reason these two guys are in this match is because Andrade's injured. The yeah, only reason it, on the main roster at all. Wasn't it supposed to be the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders? Uh, no, it was supposed to be the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. There was a rumor that the OC versus the Viking Raiders were supposed to be on WrestleMania, but that was canned when WrestleMania was kind of canceled. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why they would take this off Street Profits. Uh, and if it were Andrade, well, I mean, even with Andrade and uh, Angel Garza, even though Angel Garza has been great, Andrade has been great, but I, I don't see any reason for Austin Theory and Angel Garza to win this uh, Street Profits, especially after, uh, what's his name, like broke his back on Monday. So right. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Ford. yeah. So yeah. it should give him a break. <laughs> Seth Rollins' fault, by the way. Um, so they did just have a match. It was six-man tag. It was Austin Theory, Angel Garza, and Seth Rollins versus Kevin Ro Kevin Owens and the Street Profits. Yeah. Kevin Owens and the Street Profits won. Yeah. Do, like, I don't even care to talk about this. Street Profits win. You, you want to add anything, Micah? No. You said you, you, everybody chose Street Profits. Yeah, Street Profits, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan, and this I definitely want to talk about, and I'm going to talk about it first. Um, so, I love me some Sami Zayn. He's terrific. Daniel Bryan is one of the best wrestlers in the world today, so is Sami Zayn. If they make this a good wrestling match, and WWE says, yes, Sami Zayn, we will allow you to look like you're on the caliber with Daniel Bryan. This will be the best match on both days of WrestleMania, bar none. And to me, there's not even a competition. There is no... Uh, just looking at the rest of the all the other matches now, of course, Edge and Randy Orton is going to, you know, be the most where people are invested in. But just straight wrestling, this is going to be the best. But are they going to allow that, or is Daniel Bryan or is Daniel Bryan going to be chasing Sami Zayn all around and then run into Cesaro and Shinsuke, which is probably what's going to happen? So I hope this match is great. I don't think it will be. I'm going to pick Daniel Bryan, even though Sami Zayn's had it for like three weeks. 
I really do think Dan and Brian is going to come home with more gold. You know, he's just a, he's a superstar and he's going to retire soon and they need to get as much out of him as they can. Uh, and they don't, they don't, they don't care about Sammy Zane. They didn't let him do anything for six months. He came back to one of the hottest returns ever. And then they're like, you're going to manage somebody. Why don't let you manage two people? You can't get in the ring. So they don't like Sammy Zane. Um, I'm going to go with Dan O'Brien. Kyle? Uh, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan, too, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Sami Zayn, they gave him the belt, and, you know, I think he could – he deserves a run with it, but I kind of agree with you. I don't think they – I think he's he's better as the, you know, like the whiny heel. If he wins over Bryan, like he's kind of not going to be in that role. Uh, he's going to, you know, keep bragging and, you know, stuff. They could do that, uh, and he could, you know, move on to somebody else, but – I think Daniel Bryan's going to win because a they just had SmackDown where the heels stood tall and they're fifty-fifty bookers, so they want to give you know they want to beat down Daniel Bryan, so they're you know teasing that he won't be prepared or whatever. But uh, I think Daniel Bryan's going to win because uh, Gulak's going to help him win because it's going to be a three-on-two situation. You know they're going to be at ringside, they're going to be trying to interfere in the match. Uh, I think Daniel Bryan's going to win, and then I think Drew Gulak is going to turn on him, and he's going to want that Intercontinental title shot. That sounds awesome. I'm down for that, man, because that match was awesome. Yeah. I think Bryan with the title would be great. I think Bryan would elevate the title. Uh, The Intercontinental title needs elevating, and I think he'd be the one to do it. However, his wife is about to have a baby, and he's going to take six weeks maternity leave. Oh, I forgot about that. So therefore, I choose Sami Zayn. And I'm pretty sure Sami Zayn's just going to get disqualified and the WWE is not going to give us the match we want. It's, yeah, it's totally possible. That's my. And then he's going to come back from attorney to leave and he's going to get another match and then maybe he'll win it then. Okay. Yeah, I see that. So. Mm. Uh, Bailey versus Sasha Banks versus Naomi versus yeah. Lacey Evans. Versus Tamina. You can just say Bailey versus Sasha Banks. We know that's all what this match is going to be. Go ahead, Micah. Who cares? Uh, so, I think this could be a very good match. I think that... <laughs> so, hear me out. Matt, Matt with the judging look. Hear me out. I, I didn't say it would be. I said, I said it could be. They haven't done much with the story. Elias and Corbin could be a good match, Micah. You never know. Anything can happen. John Cena said it. (laughs) He doesn't even know. Anything's possible. So, by the way, I just took a shower. So, if I'm touching my face, I don't have coronavirus. Uh, So, they haven't been building Sasha Banks versus Bayley very well. Okay. I think they can make up for all this booking by telling a really good story in the ring throughout this match. They need to have Sasha and Bailey teaming up against Tamina and everybody else coming against them. And I think in the end, somehow the ref needs to get knocked out. Okay, the ref's out of the picture. You've got Sasha and Bailey left in the ring. They team up together to get everybody else out. You've got Sasha and Bailey. And you have Sasha go for a chair, a belt, something, and come in the ring, look over Bailey, and then 
because Bailey's out at this point too. I don't know how they get to this point. They'll figure it out. I'm not paying for this. Happen. So the ref and and Bailey are out. Sasha's in the ring now with a chair, the belt, something like that. And we all know that Bailey takes or Bailey and Sasha both take a lot of inspiration from Eddie Guerrero. So this is a very Eddie Guerrero esque angle. Mm-hmm. Takes the belt. She goes to hit Bailey with it, but she stops. She thinks, no, I'm, I'm not going to do this. She's my friend. She lays the belt down. As she does that, Bailey's looking out of the corner of her eye. Bailey takes the belt and knocks out Sasha Banks. She gets the ref up. She pins Sasha for one, two, three. This starts the feud. Bailey is finally a real heel because they've been teetering the line the whole time. She's just been Sasha's lackey. She finally takes initiative, and we get Sasha versus Bailey in an interesting way. So that's the way I would book it, and I'm choosing Bailey. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look, and I'm going to go ahead and eliminate three names, and those are Naomi, Lacey Evans, and Tamina. Uh, <laughs> Naomi could, I mean, like, I don't wanna, I'm not knocking Naomi, right? Like, Naomi could be great. And she had this really hot return at the Royal Rumble, and then they just ruined her. So it's just a classic case of the WWE screwing over a talented worker. Um, Lacey Evans is one of the coolest and best characters in the WWE. She does such a good job at playing those characters, but the reality is she's not a great wrestler. And they don't care about Tamina enough to have her be on TV for the last year. The only reason she's on TV is because they need some, they need a body, and that's reality. Um it could go either way with Sasha Banks or Bailey, and I, I really like the way you're going to point it out. But I actually, I don't know. It's so hard. I just think Sasha will probably be the one that I don't know, man. It's so difficult because I'm not entirely sure that I'm still convinced that this Bailey Hill turn is working. Um, it's I not. Think she, I think she's a a natural face, a natural baby face, and does such a wonderful job at that. I don't think I don't, they've pushed the heel hard enough, though. She yeah. seems so fake and ingenuine in her healness, which may just be because she's not good at the character. Yeah. But I think they really need to go a whole hog on it. I don't know. Do it. Gun to my head, just flip a coin. I'll take Sasha. Just to do okay. something different than you so we don't agree. I'm going to go with Bailey. Uh, I'm, I think we all agree that it's just going to come down to Sasha or Bailey. Tamina's not winning it. Uh, Naomi could, but not likely. And Lacey Evans, no. Especially after rubbing her elbow against Tamina on SmackDown. If she wins the title, I'm going to be mad. So it's got, I think it has to be Sasha and Bailey. It just depends on which way they want to go, who's going to turn their back on who. I think the way they've been building it, it's leaning more towards Bailey. She's left Sasha hanging several times, especially this week on SmackDown. They actually yeah. made a point to like leave her laying and like leave her hanging. Um, so I could see Tamina like killing Sasha, much like she tried to do tonight by dropping her on her head and going for the pin. But Bailey throws Tamina out and Bailey covers her, something yeah. like that. Uh, that way, that will cause the friction for you know the feud going forward. And then Sasha will turn on her, obviously, because she'll pretend like she is okay with it and understands it. But then she'll turn on her and she'll feud with Bailey. But or they could go the other way and have. So, or you know, Sasha did the same thing. Like Sasha's been getting screwed from Bailey lately. Uh, you know, maybe Bailey hits you know a Bailey to belly or an elbow off the top rope and has the win, but Sasha throws her out and makes the pin. Like I could see mm-hmm. either scenario, but I think the way they've been playing it, 
they're going to let Bailey be the one that, you know, screws over Sasha. And that's what starts this. Um, or they can just throw a wrench in the whole thing and let Naomi win or Lacey Evans and yep. nobody's going to know what to do. So, uh, and then That'd Sasha be terrible. It'd yeah. be so bad. In fairness, it would open up the division more because if either Sasha or Bailey wins, it's most likely going to be because they, the other one betrayed the other one. And so it's going to be them for the next couple, you know, the next feud for the title and the rest of the women are probably going to have nothing to do. I, Hey, if Alexa and Nikki win, Maybe they could like just all do tag team stuff on SmackDown for a while. Who knows? But I think if I had to put money, I'm going to put Bailey screwing over Sasha and well, retaining the belt. Not to go too deep into this, but I think that one of the issues with women's wrestling right now is you have the big four, which are the four horsewomen, and that's kind of it. So you have to, at some point, make another star in the women's division and you know, whether it's Shayna Baszler or Rhea Ripley or bringing Asuka back up, promoting Io Shirai or Bianca Belair. I mean, I think if anyone's ready, Bianca Belair is ready for the main roster. So they got to do something. And just to make it where it's not Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, and Sasha, because the reality is as talented as these four women are, is starting to get stale. Um, Just because uh, how many times can we see these four wrestle each other? You know? Yeah. It's like Triple H versus Shawn Michaels is one of the best, you know, putting those two in the ring, they're going to promote, have one of the best matches ever. But there was a point where we had seen it so many times on free TV. Like, you know what? No more. It's done. They're always good, but I'm sick of it. And that's kind of how I'm in with the four of them right now. I mean, this is not uh, anything could happen, as John Cena said. Uh, there's WrestleMania. Could you see Paige coming in like right before the match starts and says, Hey, weren't there supposed to be six people out here? And like Dana, you know, Dana Brooke couldn't make it or something. So I have a replacement and then Bianca coming out and making her debut. That'd be amazing. I'm, I'm they won't do it, it, but it'd be pretty cool. I'm all for it. It'd be yeah. great. Um, it wouldn't happen, but no. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens. Hold on. Before we go forward, Kyle, your final choice is Bailey? Yes. Okay. Keeping it for the records. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens versus the Monday Night Messiah. With his little buddy Murphy, Seth Rollins. Kyle? Well, buddy's not going to be there, is he? No, I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, I think he's under the weather as well, so I don't Mm. think he's going to be there. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, This one, it's kind of in the same. (laughs) I know. I almost see this as like not on the same level, but kind of like Corbin and Elias. Like, I really don't care. Really? These two guys. They've been wrestling for like yeah. months. They've oversaturated it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've been feuding forever. They had a match at the Rumble, didn't they? Or they. No, were they were in the Rumble, Rumble and they, they they had a scuffle in the Rumble. They eliminated each other. Yeah. So they've been going at it forever, almost too long. But they, not just that it's been too long, but that they've had like 100 matches together already. So I don't know. Like I can see Seth Rollins. You know what? I'm going to put a curveball in there just to do it. I can see Seth Rollins picking up the surprise victory here. And uh, he did cut a pretty good promo a couple, what was it, a couple weeks ago on Raw. Um, so I'm going to go Seth Rollins uh, picking up that upset victory over Kevin Owen. Owens. Okay. Micah? I've heard this match won't happen either. I don't know whether or not that's true. Um, hopefully it does happen because – I kind of want this to be over with, and this will be the <laughs> the boiling point. Uh, 
this is another toss-up for me. I really don't know storyline-wise. I mean, the Money Night Messiah doesn't have his disciples right now. Uh, I think it's Akam is injured. Buddy Murphy can't be there. Apparently, Vince McMahon doesn't care about Rezar if Akam's not there. And uh, sure. So it's going to be one on one. I don't. I don't see any. Uh, no Viking Raiders and Street Profits. Yeah, I don't see any Viking Raiders or Street Profits. Yeah. I think it's going to be a one on one. And if they don't, if they don't have Kevin Owens win, I don't know what they do with him. I still think there's some things they could do with Seth Rollins, but I think Kevin Owens deserves the win. And I don't know how they would book it because they've kind of made him look a little bit like a dweeb this entire thing. Mm-hmm. So I think he needs this win. And so in that case, I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. Also, um, hi, Dad. So we all know that Seth Rollins is my least favorite wrestler. Your but, least favorite? Uh, okay, great colleague. Fine. Um, I want lower Kevin than Owens. him. Locks and Corbin have a match on this card. Need I <laughs> Kevin Owens is something special, and he should and probably could be one of the biggest baby faces in the entire company. And I'm not trying to be mean. I also am, but I want to point out Kevin Owens, kind of that. So this McMahon is like. Hey, pal, we can't have a fat guy beat Seth Rollins. He's one of our big three. So, pal, I love you, Kevin. I love you. Seth Rollins is the winner, though. Sorry. Just because he's not fat. I mean, that's the way it works. I don't know. What's Riley saying? Maybe Seth Rollins wins and Kevin Owens lets it go. And like Corbin could with Orman and Seth Rollins use that as fuel for his main at Maybe. Maybe so. I don't know. Uh, what's next? Sorry, I lost my notepad here because I was. Although I will say, I think Miss McMahon's fat hate has went down a little bit. Well, kind of. He did let the Fiend win over Seth Rollins, and he did not let him win over Goldberg. He didn't let him win over Goldberg after the most miserable Hell in a Cell ever. Whatever. That was only because of fan backlash. Yeah, no, that makes me sad. Uh, NXT Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Kyle. Um, I don't see why they would. I don't see any reason for Charlotte to win. Because if she wins, she'd have to go back to NXT and defend the belt. And she's going to be on Raw with Andrade. So I, I don't know. Like. I think Rhea's got to win here. I don't see any other scenario. If she, the only reason I can see Charlotte win is because they love Charlotte so much that they want her to win. But it's kind of the reason why I think Rhea will win because they love Charlotte so much. So they want to give this push to Rhea. Triple H obviously would want Rhea to win. Uh, and so he's like, he wants to give her this, you know, this big push over Charlotte. So I think Rhea's got to win. Um, and take the belt back to SmackDown. Okay. Take the belt back to SmackDown. You mean NXT? NXT. NXT, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so this is another toss-up. I could, They could go two different ways. They could have Charlotte win and think it could elevate NXT. It wouldn't, in my opinion. Um, 
then they could have her feud with Bianca Belair and then potentially drop it to her to elevate her. But I think the best thing to do would have Rhea win. I agree with your sentiment that I don't think they would separate Andrade and Charlotte Flair. I don't think she would want to do that. Um, yeah, I would have to go with Rhea. Basically just for those reasons. I really don't know for sure. Um, I think the best course of action would be to have Rhea go over Charlotte, look really strong, and use that to elevate NXT in their women's division. She's basically already got a win over her in Survivor Series. Um, and then and then take that into the Bianca Rhea feud and elevate that. I know. I know who's going to win. Rhea Ripley. Charlotte has no chance. She's not going to NXT, and they're not bringing the NXT championship to the main roster. It's it's I mean it's it's as simple as that. Rhea Plus Ripley they're having a uh, they're having this ladder match on NXT uh, to set up who's going to be the number one contender eventually. And if Charlotte were to lose or Charlotte were to win, Rhea and Charlotte would just be hung up feuding for the belt unless right. Rhea just like immediately went to Raw or SmackDown. So like I just I can't see any scenario where it makes sense for Charlotte to win. But it's yeah. WWE and they love her, so it's possible. She won the Royal Rumble and nobody called that. No one. So I don't know. Uh the Undertaker. Versus AJ Styles in a boneyard match. You mean we, Alan Jones versus Mark Calloway. Woo! In so a boneyard let's, match. Let's talk real quick about the boneyard match. We think, and it's not official yet, but we're pretty sure that it's a graveyard match, right? Uh, AJ said on his Twitter that it is basically a buried alive or graveyard match, but they didn't want to use that terminology with the coronavirus happening. Yeah. I mean, so that's fair. The it's a boneyard, and we're going to show your gravestone on Monday. Yeah, exactly. I, whatever. Um, I'll start this one. AJ Styles is my favorite current wrestler, favorite wrestler in current generation. But boy, you can't talk about Mark Calloway's wife and think he's going to put you over. He's going to make him famous. Yeah, sorry. Uh, otherwise, I, I, I don't know. It's WrestleMania. The Undertaker's already lost twice. Like, I don't. I don't think he'll ever lose again until his legitimate final match, which this ain't it. Uh, the Undertaker goes over, Micah. So, I think the here's what I think they should do. They should bring back Biker Taker for this. We've already seen a little glimpse yeah, of it last kind week. Kind of is, yeah. It needs to be Biker Taker. He needs to come out on a motorcycle. He needs to come out to like Ghost Rider with a giant chain. Yeah, like yes. that would be that would be awesome. They wouldn't do it because he would probably wreck and die, but that would be great. Um, they need to bring back Biker Taker, and they need to give the win to AJ Styles. Here's why. Okay. What stands to be gained by this match? Undertaker wins. Uh, an old man beat AJ Styles, one okay. of their top competitors, one of the best wrestlers of all time, and... He got beat by an old guy after getting beat like three or four times leading up into this. Mm -hmm. But if you give it to AJ Styles, you've got a guy that's dedicated a lot to your company. You've got a guy who's a fantastic wrestler. And you've got a... You've got a guy that deserves it. You know, mm -hmm. He deserves this win over Taker. It would be a monumental point in his career people would look back on. And not only that, he's giving himself in this match. Taker's not going to carry this match. Right. AJ is going to be bumping against nothing. 
it, it's it's all it's going to lead down to. I think they're going to have Biker Taker come out, and I think that AJ Styles is going to beat Mark Calloway. I think he's going to bury him alive. And then at SummerSlam, the dead man is going to return and beat AJ Styles. So you're picking AJ Styles for this match? I'm picking AJ Styles for this match. Okay. Kyle? Micah, you said what is there to gain for Undertaker warning this? AJ Styles has all, basically everything to gain. Uh, it was the same situation a couple years ago with CM Punk and The Undertaker, and he even brought it up to Vince. He's like, okay, I'll lose, but like, what's after that? And he's like, is he going to show up on Raw the next night? Or, and Vince is like, it's going to make you the biggest heel in the company. And he's like, that I lost to The Undertaker? Like, doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I I get what you're saying, but yeah, like I just, I, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to pick AJ Styles. Oh my gosh, guys. All right. That's fine. I will tell you, this is a free point for me. Because. Uh, I'll be upset if AJ wins. He's my favorite wrestler, so it's fine. I think the company really loves AJ. I do. He's going to have Alice, Gallows, Alice, Gallows and Anderson there. Allos, the tag team. Uh, they've got their little trophy already. already. And it makes absolutely no sense for AJ Styles to win this match because Takers beat him basically twice. He beat him with one choke slam to win the gauntlet match at uh, Crown Jewel or whatever it was called. Uh, then he just beat him for Aleister Black to lead into this match. It would make no sense for AJ Styles to be able to pull off this win. But it's WWE. It's <laughs> 50, 50 booking, baby. AJ Styles is going to win. That's it. I will say, going back to a line Undertaker made on, on Raw, which is, I don't know if we said this, but it's his best promo in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a promo the Dead Man could put on, so it's definitely a more biker-taker promo. And he's got to hit him with a faith breaker. Oh my gosh, can you imagine if Undertaker hits AJ with a faith breaker? Oh my gosh. Um, he said something about the unholy trinity against Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and AJ. What is he talking about? Has that ever been a thing? Is he talking about the dead man, Big Evil, and Biker Taker? Is that what he's talking about? Or is he talking about him and Kane and... I think it's Undertaker Kane. Yeah, I think it's Undertaker Kane and Rambling Rabbit, if I, if you, know, you know. I mean, I don't know who else it would be. Undertaker Kane, Aleister Black, but he's got a match against Bobby Lashley. Mankind. That's what Kyle just Paul, said, I think. Paul Bear's, Paul Bear's dead, rest in peace. Yeah, I can't, you know. That's pre-recorded. They could CGI Paul Bear in. Oh, use, some Paul old, Bear. use some old footage. No. Let's, let, oh, yes. move, let's move right on from that. <laughs> yeah, let's not we're, do that. We're skipping that. Um, okay, what's next? Becky Lynch. Versus Shayna Baszler. Kyle. Oh, man. Um, I I would like to see Shayna win this. I don't think she's going to win it. It, it doesn't make... It, I just keep going back. It doesn't make any sense for Shayna to not win. But she didn't win the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I just don't... Like, I hear that Vince just doesn't have much faith in her. Uh, it's in one reason why she ended up not winning the Rumble. 
and she just hasn't really blown me away on Monday night, so I can't imagine she's blown like Vince away. And it's Becky Lynch. She it's just another person for her to beat. So right. and it's WrestleMania. So I don't know. I, I see I think Shayna should win. Uh maybe Rhonda could play a part and Oof. but I don't know. I, I just don't if Ronda plays a part, then I say Shayna will win somehow. But I don't know. I don't see it, especially with how things are going right now. Sure hope if it were like if if we were in a pandemic, I think Ronda would be more likely to show up. But since we, you know, since Ronda's at home live streaming, uh, WoW playing WoW like she's been doing, I don't know. I don't see her making an appearance at WrestleMania. So I, I I'm calling Becky win this one. I think the reality is if Becky wins. Who is she going to start challenging? You know, who was left? She's already defeated everyone. Is she going to go to Charlotte? No. Charlotte's going to lose to Rhea Ripley. Is she going to, I mean, may, now if they brought up Bianca Belair then, but they just brought up Shayna. I mean, and let's talk reality here. They never bring people up to have them lose at WrestleMania, right? Oh, wait. Shinsuke Nakamura. My bad. That just happened. But I, I think the reality is, Shayna's winning here, and maybe she won't hold it a long time. But even though Vincent Man doesn't like her, she does have her supporters. That includes Triple H and Paul Heyman, and they do have some sort of pull. So I, I think she wins, and we'll see how long she holds it. So I think Becky Lynch's character has gotten stale. Mm-hmm. I think she's went the way of Roman Reigns a couple years ago. She just keeps winning, and where is there for her to go from here? I think Becky Lynch's character needs this loss. I think Becky Lynch needs this loss. And I don't think they would... They would. I don't... They shouldn't ruin the Elimination Chamber for this. And I don't think they ruined the Elimination Chamber. I think they booked it perfectly if Shayna wins. Mm. Honestly, I call it that Shayna Baszler makes Becky tap. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Becky's tapping, but I do think she'll beat her. She, Maybe she'll like tie her neck and uh, something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> something stupid. It's not gonna be like ah. Oh, she'll amazing. she'll suck her blood and gain her powers. Fuck her blood. Um, John Cena versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt in a Firefly Funhouse match, which John Cena just told us two hours <laughs> ago. I have no idea what this is, but I accept because I'm John Cena. Yeah. He gets in there, the room's on fire, and there's a hundred fiends, and he's like, I guess this is what this is. <laughs> Go ahead, Micah. <clears throat> uh, the Fiend has to win this match. I don't see John Cena as one to come back and put himself over at this point. Yeah. I think this is how they give back to the Fiend after ruining him in the Saudi Arabia show. He came back to not wrestle. <sighs> yeah. It it has to be it has to be The Fiend. And I'll tell you what I want to happen. Again, pre-recorded show. They need to bring some some high production quality into this match. They need to have... So The Fiend this whole time has reverted gimmicks, right? You know where I'm mm-hmm. going with this. He reverted Daniel Bryan into the American Dragon. He needs to do a mandible claw on John Cena... And in a split second, you look back down, and John Cena's in Thugonomics, Word Life, full-on jersey. He's got the backwards hat. It's not much different, so it's possible. <laughs> it's pretty not close. Not much different. They could even hey, do... Josh. What's up, Josh? They could do 
another one taken back to ruthless aggression with the red tights, you know, where he's wearing nothing but red tights. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't they wouldn't do that. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody would even rem- remember that. But uh, they need to bring some production quality in this match uh, to make it interesting to me. Honestly, I'm not really impressed by The Fiend's wrestling abilities. Um, and I, and I want to say it's his abilities. It, I think it's just the moveset they give him the character. Yeah, because the when you have a, a gimmick character like this, like early Undertaker wasn't good to watch wrestle. He'd just come in and chokeslam people and leave. Um, and uh, they booked The Fiend the same way. I don't like I don't like the Mandible Claw as a finisher. It's stupid looking to me. Uh, so I think they need to do something else to make this match interesting. And I think they have to put The Fiend over. Or else it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and if he does uh, lose, the character's dead. Like, it's just, it's gone at this point. If he loses, Bray Wyatt AEW. This, I'm telling you right now. They, they already ruined his first character. If they ruin this, he's going to be so angry. Yeah, I mean, I think Cena could win because he, he has to plug a movie. I mean, he's, oh, wait. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no? No, he doesn't. He's not plugging a movie. It's uh, not out till next year. Okay. So... Uh, yeah, there yeah. aren't many movies coming out right now, Kyle. <laughs> no, because uh, we're in a pandemic. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly, I can't see Cena winning, Cena winning this at all. I can't see. can't see it. Uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt's going to win this. Uh, I'm calling the the Funhouse puppets making a run-in. Uh, they're going to attack Cena in some form or fashion. Oh they already made a run-in tonight <laughs> on SmackDown. So they're going to play a, a pivotal role. Cena has got to kill Rambling Rabbit. Or I'll not be satisfied. Uh, but yeah, I think the puppets are going to make a run in. I think we're going to have Bray Wyatt and the Fiend come in at some point. I think it's going to be crazy. That would be really cool. But yeah, Bray Wyatt, he's got to win this one. And hey, Cena's going to go away for a while after this. You know, he's he's this is kind of he's coming back from Mania, but I don't see him coming back for you know, you know, a long time after this. So his picture's got to be up on that wall. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense. So yeah, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. They're winning this one. Like, I mean, like Riley said, to if he could split somehow, split Bray Wyatt and it's a handicap match, that would be ridiculous. I don't think they'll give that much production quality to it, but that would be honestly ridiculous, and I would love it. It would be like Vanguard One promo level ridiculous. Get and I would love it. a call and let him come in <laughs> and stand in for for yeah. the Fiend. They can just have a guy in the Fiend mask yeah. that's. Similar, but eh, it'd be kind of hard, but still. With Khalifa. Lights down. With Khalifa, that's right. <laughs> I am going to say The Fiend. I mean, I can talk more about it if you guys want. But look, John Cena loves wrestling. It is his whole life. And there's no way that he... I mean, nothing against John Cena, but it uh, is a big... He has buried a lot of people in his career. And I don't think it was a... It was a he's, whole he's making thing. amends for Wade Barrett. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think it was his whole thing where you know he was protecting himself like Hulk Hogan. You know, he. I think he legitimately loves the business, but he's told to go over, so it goes over. And I think that six years ago when he beat Bray Wyatt, it was one of the many wrong moves that the WWE made with him, and he's here to to pay that back. Um, he Bray Wyatt goes over John Cena, and I think it might be just like Aleister Black. It might be more convincing than we think it is. I don't think it's going to be this surprise win. And I think John Cena will put up a fight, but I think towards the end of the match, it'll be a pretty convincing win. I do. What if The Fiend wins with a jackhammer? 
Uh, a jackhammer. Yeah, no, I have no idea. He's got a mallet. He does have a mallet. <laughs> uh, Goldberg versus, spoiler alert, the rumor is Braun Strowman. No, it's not Micah. a rumor. They had a yeah. little match card. Wait, oh, yeah, that's right. They announced it tonight on SmackDown. Yeah, it's you forgot. Two weeks. Yeah. Because it was like two seconds. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Braun Strowman just lost to Sami Zayn. He's been... Yeah, what I, did he do to deserve this match? He's big. He's big, pal. We need a big match. Man, what they should have done, they should have had night one, Fiend versus John Cena. Fiend squashes John Cena. Night two... Fiend versus Goldberg rematch. Yeah. Fiend squashes Goldberg. That's what they should have had. That's not what we're getting. No. Uh, I don't know. They were going to give it to Roman. I mean, I would 100% say they were giving it to Roman. Do they let Goldberg keep it until Roman's back for SummerSlam or something? Why would they give it to Braun? It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense to give it to Braun. He doesn't deserve this match in kayfabe. When's the last time like he's won a big match other than I guess Shinsuke? But I don't know. I don't care anything about Braun Strowman anymore. I don't care anything about Goldberg anymore either. Um, I'm gonna say just it's probably gonna be Goldberg retaining just so he can keep it for Roman. And since this was the last second kind of thing, and also WWE has said if you choose not to do this. It's not going to steal your push. It's not going to change any of the storylines or anything. So I think they're just going to extend it out a little bit until SummerSlam or whenever they can actually have the next big pay-per-view. And it'll be Goldberg versus Roman again. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take Goldberg, unfortunately. He can't. There's no way he can jackhammer Braun. What is he going to do in this match? He's just going to spear him like four times and then... Uh, yes. I don't know. The reality why would, why is... Why would they book him against Braun? He Braun can't is going to spear the post... Which is a double team move, and then Goldberg's going to spear him, and that's going to be how he's beating him. Yeah, they're going to have the post move to the center of the ring as he's going to spear uh, Goldberg. It's going to just all his gravitational pull. It's going to be a post, terrible match. This is going to be the worst match in WrestleMania. It's going to be quick. Four minutes long. Tops. As someone who loved Goldberg as a kid, because Including I grew up entrances. on WCW. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grew up on WCW. I I still like Goldberg, even though you know maybe he's having his own issues. It's fine. I do not want to see Braun Strowman win. I do not like Braun Strowman. I think that they missed the boat with him when he was a superstar. What eighteen months ago, he just constantly loses now. But he loses in like stupid ways. But he still loses. Sorry, he's a loser. Braun Strowman does not need to win here. And if he does, I, I that will to me it will devalue that basically worthless title that Goldberg holds. Yeah, Braun Strowman is new Big Show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Goldberg is going to win here. Uh, I don't know how he's going to beat him. He might try to jack him. Then he'll probably drop him on his head. But Yeah, he might kill him. Uh, yeah, he, he might kill he him. He might die. So well, I guess it's already been taped. We would know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I just think – I think they're too fixated on the spear versus spear. Uh I think another belt could change hands on the other show, so their champion will be back, so they'll just switch the whole gimmick that they've been doing where uh, Raw hasn't had a present champion, really, so right. they could do that. But I, I, I just think Goldberg's going to hold on to the belt until Roman's ready. SmackDown is the new Raw. Edge versus Randy Orton. Micah. 
They've got to give it to Edge. And Do I'm going to say, yeah, the guy's attacked his wife. Well, I mean, look at Miz, look at Rusev. I don't, I don't know. It's got to go to Edge. So I don't think they brought the Edge back. Again, what does is, what is Randy Orton stand to gain with this? Nothing. What does Edge stand to gain with this? He's got three years left in his contract. To come back with so much of a pop at the Royal Rumble, he needs a big win to say, hey, I'm still a top guy. I'm coming back. I'm going to run roughshod on the entire roster. Edge has got to win, and I'm going to say this match is probably going to really benefit from the empty arena. I think if any match on the card does, it's going to be this one. I think it's going to be a very emotional match. Uh, it's going to be a very slow match. You're going to do a lot of talking back and forth between Randy and Edge. Uh, it's the last man standing match, I think we should mention. Mm-hmm. Um, is, are, is that no DQ? Is last man standing no DQ? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to fight all over that friggin' performance. Yeah, they're going to fight all over. It's going to be like uh, Ciampa and Gargano. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to say Edge is probably going to win by Concerto. Okay. Kyle? Yeah, I, I think Edge wins this too. Um, and I agree. It's going to be all over the place. Yeah, I mean, both these men put on a hell of a match against Mick Foley. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff like that. They they both dropped Mick Foley's name in uh, the build-up to this. So I just think it's going to be an all-out crazy match. Um, so, yeah. But I, I agree. I think Edge needs to pick up the win here. So... Uh, I see Edge getting this. Uh, yeah, Edge wins. It's just a reality. He's coming back. His old buddy's putting him over. Edge is a bona fide superstar. And if he never came back, he would go down as one of the biggest stars in wrestling history, in my opinion. And it's so interesting because in in Edge's timeline, there weren't a lot of guys that came from – he was literally a lackey. And he became a superstar. And Orton kind of was, but he wasn't really a lackey. He was part he was of like evolution. like 21, too. Yeah, Edge was in Gangrel's stable. He worked under Gangrel, okay? But Edge became a huge, huge star. And I think that really says something. People were freaking out when his music hit, even though we all knew he was kind of like, I knew Edge was going to show up. And I still jumped off my couch because I was so excited to see him. Um, I don't know where he's going to go from here, but he's winning this match 100%. I'll give you another reason why he's going to win it and another reason why Goldberg's going to win it because I bet Vince McMahon, as soon as Roman was out of the match, he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I really wanted this spear versus spear match. Oh, my gosh. Please don't put Edge against Goldberg. He will end the man's career again. I've got it. SummerSlam. Spear versus spear versus spear. <laughs> Triple threat match. Edge versus Goldberg versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, if it even happens. Edge, I know you're watching. You're a big fan of Wrestle Life Radio. Retire the spear, man. <laughs> Your neck is too fragile. We care about you. Retire the spear. Do something else. And please, for the love of God, do not wrestle Goldberg. Ask Bret Hart how that works out. Remember the education or the educator? Those are both... Wonderful. Um, <laughs> main event time. Kyle, I'm going to let you go first. We have Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. The Scottish psychopath. Brock. Drew McIntyre. Lesnar. No. Uh, 
I think as much as I kind of, it's like a bittersweet thing because I think Drew McIntyre is winning this, but I really feel for the guy because, I mean, it was kind of cool that, you know, gender was able to, you know, get the belt, even though it was like a terrible move. (laughs) But like, honestly, Drew McIntyre came in like it was several years ago. He was the chosen one. Vince literally came out and said, this guy is the future of the WWE. On his debut. Mm -hmm. And he won the Intercontinental belt, but it was not, you know, he hadn't found himself yet. Still super young. He's He had his ups and downs. He's an entirely different person if you looked at him. Completely different. He got released. And then he said, you know, I'm going to go and make them regret releasing me. I'm going to go work on what I'm not good at. I'm going to get better. He went straight to the indie scene, basically showed up on ICW like the month after or like as soon as his non-compete was done. I think it was done right away, but he basically showed up right away. He started cutting promos because that was one of his weak spots. Was He just didn't have the character, but he started cutting promos every night. He worked at it, worked his way back, went to Impact, killed it there. He just worked his way back up, finally made it back to WWE, has been fantastic, and he's he deserves this spot. He deserves this win. I just wish it was in front of a live, huge crowd to see it because he yeah. deserves that WrestleMania moment. If by any chance Brock beats him, it needs to be so he can rematch him again at WrestleMania next year and get that moment for sure. But I think they're just going to go ahead and give it to him here because they can't keep paying Brock to be the champion forever. I know he's going to make appearances, even though Chris hates it. But I just think it's. I think they're going to give it to him. See how he does with it. Uh, it's not the best circumstances to do it, but I don't know. So I'm picking Drew McIntyre to win it. Uh, yeah, don't. I just can't see Brock walking out with it. So Drew McIntyre is my pick. Okay, Micah. It's a real shame. I agree um, that he won't get the pop that he deserves. I think it got to go, with Drew. Uh, if Brock Lesnar wins, we riot. Uh, unless, like you said, it's so they could have a rematch. But they're not Brock Lesnar not holding it for another year. There's no way. Um, <sighs> Drew's got to win, and they've got to do some way to make up for it. I agree. I don't think it'll be Brock Lesnar. I could see SummerSlam, WrestleMania. He needs to have a really long reign with some really good retention. Because he's, he's already proven he's got the skills for it. He's a fantastic wrestler. He looks like he looks like a monster. He's ridiculous. And he's he's perfect for it. He, he really would be the chosen one uh, for WWE. He's the next big guy. And I don't know how they make up for it. I think he's got to beat Brock. And I think... So the formula for Brock matches is basically Brock destroys the guy, and then... Brock smash. Something happens, and then the guy wins. Something bad happens, and the guy wins. It's usually what... Like, he... I don't know, Brock hits the post, or, you know... Seth Rollins like kicks that. him in the balls, and then stomps him 17 times. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, I think this this has a chance to... If Brock really shows up, which I think he might, because this entire feud, he's... Put in more effort than normal. Mm-hmm. I think this has a chance to be a really good match. And I think it needs to be a really good match. 
The only thing I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant, I don't know if Brock's willing to put it on for an empty arena match. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Drew needs to win pretty convincingly. And I think he should. And I think he should retain. And I think he should beat Goldberg at SummerSlam or somebody. Some big name. I don't know, Hulk Hogan, bring him in. I don't care. Have him beat up an old man. Uh, now, I don't, I don't know a big name. I don't know a big names he could beat really right now that would elevate him to the same level as Brock Lesnar in front of a live crowd. Honestly, I don't remember who's on Raw and SmackDown at this point. <laughs> Who is on Raw? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Bobby Lashley. Now, he mean, could yeah. face The Undertaker next year. That could be Undertaker's last on match. Raw. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is he? Is he really? Yeah, let's just on Raw with Heyman, yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Drew, I picked Drew. I don't know. I don't know a way to make this b- better than the situation is. I would be convinced that Drew was going to win, right? I mean, convinced if there was 500 people in the crowd. There's going to be zero. Zero people. And this is the crowning moment for the future of the company. Drew McIntyre will go down as one of the l- biggest stars in all of professional wrestling history. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. He has a great look. He is he's funny. He's entertaining. He's incredible in the ring. He's got a terrific promo. Everybody loves him. Everyone supports him. Uh, yes, the Rock Space has been terrific. So, I, but my only concern is, and I don't really know if it's a concern. I mean, I think it might be the right call. Brock wins here. And in the next pay-per-view, they have a rematch. Maybe Brock wins and Brock cheats. And Brock never has to cheat to win, right? So maybe he cheats. And then Drew McIntyre, which I actually rather prefer this. And then uh, Drew McIntyre gets a rematch and then defeats Brock clean. Even though maybe Brock tries to cheat again. Or Paul could get involved. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, that's never happens. But because it's Drew McIntyre, he has to, right? Or so, Brock could get himself DQ'd. Right. Take so, a coward's way out. I think the reality is... Drew McIntyre's winning. Throw him on the steps. Yeah. <laughs> Drew McIntyre wins. Don't anyway. throw him into it. You got to throw yeah, you him into it. Yeah. Um, I'm picking Drew, and I think he'll win. But honestly, I'd be really happy if if Brock won just to lose later. I, and this isn't like this horrible hell in a cell situation yeah. where the Fiend needed to win. I'm okay with Drew not winning here because I want to see that crowning moment. I want to see the crowd countdown three two one with him as he kicks Brock Lesnar in the face three separate times because that's what it's gonna take to beat him. Uh, I, I want I want Lesnar to win. I mean I want Lesnar to win. I do. Um because I want Drew to win it later, but I'm gonna officially pick Drew McIntyre. if WWE was better at booking stuff like in AEW, I would say Brock beats him here and they just like maybe not even Brock holds the title for a year. Yeah. But I mean, maybe he's held it for this long, so why not? Chris would hate it, but uh, who else is on that level? Um, it's and and then he gets a shot a year later somehow. Like Heyman screws him out of title shots or something throughout the year. I just don't trust WWE to keep him in a similar to same position for a year and actually have trust in him if they his name could, isn't Roman Reigns. So, they could oh. even do so. The first show back, whenever this was all over with and people were actually going outside. They're going to throw a huge event, right? It's right. going to be a huge show. Even if they waited until then, 
they could call that WrestleMania if they wanted to. I mean, or that may be SummerSlam for all we know. Yeah, the biggest SummerSlam ever and do it in the beginning hey, of July. It's too big for one night, so why not three nights? And then and then do it, yeah, WrestleMania Part 3. They could do it in Raymond James Stadium even. It's too big for one month. And I don't know. I go two different ways, all right? So you may have people afraid to go out still for quite a while in big groups like this. Or you may just have a bunch of people who've been just starved for interaction. Unless you live in starved for, Yeah, starved for interaction, <laughs> and they all want to go. Um, they could wait until then. When that will be, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, if they, if even if they waited till then, that would be great. But, yeah, I, th- I think kayfabe wise, Drew's got to win. Have okay. a match at Club Vila and they'll fill the place. They probably would. <laughs> so that's it. Right? That's all 16 matches we have officially predicted. As far as we know. We are, yeah, as far as we know. We officially predicted WrestleMania. Do you guys have any more closing thoughts before we wrap up? No, we'll just wait and see uh, what happens. We're going to have... Are we having two separate reviews coming up this weekend we for both nights? two WrestleMania reviews. Uh, because our reviews are too big for, for one, one show. night. So we're going to have... Part one, and it will be available Sunday afternoon uh, before part two comes out. And then we will be reviewing part two on Monday evening. Um, we are hoping to get some guests on that show, and I think it's very likely that, w- that we will. So just make sure to hang out and follow us there and watch us on there. Um, if you have any questions for us or if you want to call in with your own predictions, you're welcome to do that. You can find out how to do that on Facebook. If you can't figure it out, shoot us a message, and we'll be happy to do that. Um, let us know how you like this format. Yeah, I think we might actually do it a little more often. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, this is my uh, trophy that I'm going to win after winning the uh, WrestleMania picks this year. If we win, does that mean you mail it to us? Because it looks kind of cool. No. no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lock. I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Riley said, I, I, I know Vince McMahon, so I know what he's going to do. Okay. I think it was right. Actually, looking at it, I think there's a possibility we might tie because I think we. Nope, we chose different on Seth Rollins and Kevin. We chose Owens. different on a lot of matches. Oh, the two of you? Yeah, we were we were the same on most all of them. Wow. So I'm either gonna like run away with it or just be like way behind one or the other. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, this has been our SmackDown review and WrestleMania preview show. Our very first live show with people commenting millions uh, and, and millions. millions thank you so seven. much guys we There's really seven. appreciate it we're going to post this as a podcast as well so if you're listening to this as a podcast and the, the the format isn't great or the audio isn't great please let us know because we really want to know again this is literally a live show so we want to make sure that everything's good um Make sure to follow us all on Facebook and Instagram at Wrestle Life Radio and on Twitter at Wrestle Life Pod. You can follow me, Wrestle Life Matt, on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestle Life Matt. You can follow Kyle Pauly on Instagram at Kyle.Pauly. That's right, taking it one step further. And you can't follow Micah at all. Because you can he follow me uh, right here on Wrestle Life Radio. All these funny memes you see, it's all me. The ones that aren't so funny, it's all him. Wow. So, whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We we really enjoyed it. Um, we will do this again. This has been a lot of fun. So thank you so much. We appreciate you. And we hope you all have an absolutely. Carol Baskins killed her husband. Oh, my gosh. 